0: Pretty Dees, Pretty Dees, here we go. Facebook.com slash Pretty Dees Show. It's time to geek out with Josh, your host. A gaming bombshell was dropped last Friday when Telltale Games The developer of dozens of licensed adventure games announced that they were laying off the majority of their staff and closing up shop for a complete shutdown of the studio. What's up, everybody? I'm Josh Meek, the Uber Geek. Welcome to Pretty Dece, your daily entertainment and pop culture show. And yes, Telltale Games will soon be no more. Uh, this was very shocking news that was announced last Friday. Telltale is, is this kind of ubiquitous developer. They put out tons of games featuring uh, tons of different series. Um, Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, Batman, Minecraft, Back to the Future, Borderlands, on and on and on. They dealt primarily in adventure games a genre that once thrived years ago and had essentially died out until it was revived by Telltale themselves. And that's really kind of all that they've they've done. They've been churning out these licensed adventure games and have actually seen some, some really good success with them, Walking Dead, of course, being their most successful franchise. Their games were really great from a narrative standpoint, but were often criticized technically, um, the actual um, operating of the game was always um, not the best, but, but from a narrative standpoint, these games were, were often really, really fantastic. Some of the best representations of adventure games that you can find. So, a ton of people lost their jobs with this layoff, which is, of course, extremely sad. And the ripples of this announcement from last Friday have continued throughout the weekend and now this week. We learned this week that a former Telltale employee is now suing the company in a class action lawsuit. They're alleging that the company violated labor laws, both at a federal level and in the state of California, um, when they laid everyone off, the majority of their workforce off, without giving them written notice. This comes from the WARN Act, which is the Worker Adjustment and Retraining Notification Act. That's uh, been a law since 1988, and basically what it stipulates is that a company with at least 100 employees must notify those employees within 60 days before any plant closings or mass layoffs. Of course, there are definitions for what mass layoffs are. But I think by any definition, um, laying off around 275 employees and only leaving a skeleton crew of 25 temporarily definitely counts as mass layoffs. If they are found to be within violation of the Warren Act, they face some pretty stiff financial consequences. They have to pay back both the pay and benefits to all of the employees that were laid off for every single day that they were in violation of the Warn Act. So up to 60 days of pay for these 275 employees plus benefits. That's obviously a lot of money for a company that shut down because of their lack of money. So who knows if they actually could even pay that, who knows what, what would come of that. Um, but that's certainly in the works. Now, From a a layman's perspective, someone who doesn't know anything about the law, it seems like this might be a little bit of a tough case for the workers to win, at least at the federal level, because the federal version of the Warren Act has some extra exemptions built in for the company, such as when business circumstances are not reasonably foreseeable. And rumors are that Telltale was seeking um, a a round of of financial uh, backing, and they had a backer lined up who then pulled out, forcing kind of these sudden layoffs. So that very well might fall under business circumstances that were not reasonably foreseeable. However, the, the California version of this law is much stricter, which might be a little bit easier for them to win. So time will tell whether anything comes of this, whether Telltale can actually pay, whether Telltale is even still a going concern by the time this all gets wrapped up or if it's been completely dissolved. But if those people are actually due that money, obviously that's something that they should be getting, you know, if, if, that's a, if that is, is a true violation of the law. Now, f- even more from from there, fans are kind of left in the lurch here as well. Not just the people that lost the jobs, but the people who play Telltale games, and that's because The Walking Dead, as I said, Telltale's kind of biggest series, is kind of right in the middle of a season, and not just any season, the quote-unquote final season. The Walking Dead, they they put out several different seasons of The Walking Dead. This one they're dubbing the final season. The first, the very first episode has come out, but they haven't finished the season. There's supposed to be four episodes total, and it seems like that might not be happening. So maybe you'll get the first two episodes, uh, but, but not episodes three and four. It was looking as if the game was going to be canceled entirely, but this week... Telltale is saying that they have multiple partners who are kind of in talks to complete this season and to put out Episodes 3 and 4. Now, that seems a little unlikely to me. Telltale's uh, game engine that they use is completely proprietary. So any studio coming in to put these games out would have to get up to date on the Telltale hardware and the Telltale software and figure out how to do that and to i don't really know how much profit i I don't know how many sales a very delayed episode three and four is really going to do in the final season of this series nonetheless i think fans are very hopeful that this is going to happen so they can get some closure on, on these characters that they've been following for for years at this point through the multiple seasons of the walking dead now It it also means that we're not going to get any, of course, future games from Telltale. The biggest one of those that we knew about but hadn't actually seen anything about is a Stranger Things game. Netflix had partnered with Telltale both to bring some of their content to Netflix in the form of kind of interactive uh, TV and also to have a Stranger Things interactive game. Netflix still says that they're looking at options for making that Stranger Things game happen. It just won't be happening at Telltale. So if you were looking forward to that, that's another thing that is kind of pushed down the road or maybe not happening at all. So what happened with Telltale? Why why this sudden shutdown? From the outside, it was easy to look at Telltale as a company that was this kind of just massive factory churning out this licensed content. And it was easy to just assume that everything was fine, that they were clearly making a lot of money. Look, they're, they're working with all of these companies, putting out a ton of games. It seemed like they were on the top of the world. And in some ways, Telltale was an absolute trailblazer. They they caused the resurgence of adventure games. They brought this entire genre back. They were really the the first game company to successfully do episodic gaming. But at the same time, they were also the the victims of, of some of their own business practices. They may have brought adventure games back, but... They also have been the reason that people are now sick of adventure games again, because they kept putting them out over and over and over again so quickly. People grew very tired of that very formulaic game that they kept creating. Furthermore, they refused to update their technology basically at all. They had too many projects in play at once, fans couldn't really keep up, and and the technology itself also couldn't keep up. Telltale was always great at narrative. When when you get to the actual story they're presenting in the games, they were fantastic at that. The first season of The Walking Dead is some of the best adventure game storytelling that I've ever seen, and maybe even some of the best storytelling I've ever seen in a game where it puts the player in uh, terrible, awful, hard decisions. It forces you to make them and live with those consequences. It's a fantastic game, but... When I played that season personally, the game was so incredibly buggy that I had to play large sections of that game over again because the game would crash or it would fail to save. Other parts of the game ran in the single digit frames. When a game normally runs at 30 or 60 frames per second, this would run at at six, nine frames per second. It was a game that it was kind of shocking it had even made it out the door and onto my Xbox 360. And reportedly that hadn't really changed too much. Um, You know, they they were still kind of running on the same engine. They'd made some small updates to it, but they'd never done a big overhaul on the actual software they use to create these games. I think eventually a lot of fans got fed up with that. Now, Obviously, business always comes down to lines on a graph, right? you have you have profits and you have expenses. And to stop churning out games that are obviously going to turn a profit in order to take that time off and rebuild your technology pipeline from the ground up is going to be something that's going to be hard to convince a business to do. Obviously, they're not going to be looking at the long term and and people being happy about that technology change. They're just going to see that dip in profits when they could have been putting out games. Nonetheless, it really makes you wonder, though, if that was an action that they had taken years ago, would it have changed this outcome now? Would Telltale uh, still have years left to go? So that's going to do it for Pretty Dece for today. Thanks very much for joining me to talk about the death of Telltale. Um, certainly very sad news, obviously, when anyone loses their job and, and very sad news when we lose a studio, uh, that's put out so many good games and, and that had so much potential, uh, from especially a narrative standpoint. So if you would like to support Pretty Dece, you can do so. Visit prettydeceshow.com slash listener support to find out all those details and help keep making this show a reality. You can also listen to this show wherever podcasts are downloaded, your favorite podcast delivery platform. Just search for Pretty Dece. Or you can watch the video version on YouTube. Just search for Pretty Dece on YouTube or visit prettydeeshow.com video. And of course, you can find me on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Pretty Dece Show.